third, final score back again. We've been off for a little while. We've been, like we just were talking about, adulting. And uh, haven't been able to get it together. But last time we were here was the NFL Draft Show, which we're going to, we were planning on recapping tonight. But we've got a special guest that couldn't make it till next week. So we're going to wait for him. Uh, we didn't do too bad in the draft. We'll, we'll go over that in just a few minutes. But uh, a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. With me, as always, my partner in crime, Lynn Bryant. What's up, Lynn? Nothing much. Just hanging in there. Hanging in there. Yeah, and Lynn's favorite time of year is probably going on right now. NHL playoffs going on right now. His Carolina Hurricanes are doing pretty well. Uh, they've had one game so far. We're going to talk a little bit about the NHL with Lynn. Uh, but uh, Carolina's up 1-0 of Nashville right now and play tonight at 8 o'clock. Yeah, well, yeah, it's early, but one. still, but still, you're looking, you're expecting things to happen. So, yeah, you got to be, with, as, yeah. as well as they've been playing. Uh, so, first of all, let's talk about the mock draft. Uh, like we <laughs> said, like we said, you know, when we did the episode with the mock draft, one pick, one little pick, can blow everything up. And sure enough, it did it early. Pick three, right? Pick three. Wasn't it pick number three? Pick three. 49ers get Trey Lance, and we were figuring he was going everywhere, but number three. We were figuring Mac Jones was going to be there. Uh, I know Gaddis had Pitts going there. So that kind of blew things up. But, um, you know, we didn't do too bad. Lynn, Lynn, was, yeah, Lynn, was, the first two. Lynn was trailing, got the first two right with Wilson and Lawrence. Everybody got those two right. But after that, it was, uh, it was a little bit between. You know, you, we picked up some here and there. Uh, Gaddis. I should have picked Harris at Pittsburgh because I thought that'd have been a good one. Did yeah. you get that? Yeah, me and Gaddis got, got that. that. Uh, we've got at Gaddis actually did the best I've seen anybody do since me and Gaddis have been doing this for a long time. Gaddis got eight out of thirty-two right, and uh, that's you know twenty-five percent in in a mock draft is pretty good. Um, I got five. Any idea we? Any idea what we got last year? I know I got the first two right last year. I can't remember last year. I'll have to. I would have to go back and look. But you know, we didn't do. Gaddis didn't. Nobody did has done eight before. I don't think it, as far as I can remember. I think the most we got was like six, five or six. But yeah, hats off to Gaddis. He is the master again in the, of the mock yeah. draft. He gets eight out of thirty-two. And uh, like I said, next week we're going to have a very special guest on. To recap the draft, and we're going to really focus on what he thinks, how he thinks the the Washington football team did, and how he thinks the Pittsburgh Steelers did. Now, let's talk a little current news, football news. A lot of Redskins news this week, or Washington football team, or soon to be Washington Red Wolves, by the way, I think. Uh, I hope so. I hope so. That actually won a poll on our Twitter account. That killed everybody that we put it up against it. I mean, it was like seventy percent to the Red Wolves. So um, well, there's no other good names right now. No, yeah, there's not. We we there's nothing. You know, <clears throat> the Washington. What was it? 
Belters. Belters. I mean, come on. You can. Are, are they paying these people just to come up with these names? Because I know I, I. I mean, I could. Uh, I could give a little bit of time to them if they want me to. If they're going to pay me that kind of money to come up with belters. I mean. Exactly. Ah, but anyway. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Washington news. First of all, you're a longtime offensive lineman, Moses Washington. Um, a little unhappy with the fact that a Redskins or the White and I keep calling, I'm gonna call them Redskins. Screw it. <laughs> they added multiple offensive tackles in the offseason. They signed free agent Charles Leno and recently drafted Samuel Cosme, and I'm butchering that name in the second round. So he's kind of looking at like, well, maybe you know, I've done all this for y'all, and now y'all are doing this. Uh, yeah, and Washington has reportedly. Given him permission yes, to see Morgan Moses. Morgan Moses, yeah. Morgan Moses, yep, there we go. Yeah. Yep. So, so Washington said that he could find a trade if he wants one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he's done he's a good job. Uh, yeah, but I don't understand he's it. He started scared. every game at right tackle for them since 2015. A third round pick. That's his, that was his second year. Mm-hmm. He started from his second year on. Mm hmm. He's set to make seven point seven five million this year. Wow! And he, wow. you know, I'm like this. I'm like you, Lynn. If you've done that great of a job, why are you scared of competition? How many offensive linemen are on a roster? I not mean, many, right? you've got to have some backups. It's not like I they went eight out to ten, right? Yeah, eight to ten for the five spots. Yeah, it's not like they went out and drafted one with a first-round pick. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it's uh, the whole Aaron Rodgers deal last year. And, oh, my uh, God. They traded up for love. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's not like they went out of their way to do it. They just picked one. Get over it, dude. Look at Challenge yourself. I mean, if you're playing as yeah. well, you will, he allowed five sacks and 13 quarterback hits while committing six penalties last year. That's not good. So that's bad. I, well, I don't think it's good, but you know, maybe you know, that's why he's moving on. Maybe so. Maybe so. Try to better. Maybe they're trying to light a fire under you or something, make you better. But who knows? Um, I, I don't understand that being afraid of a little competition. But what do I know? Also, long time watching the Redskin, and this had you know we kind of saw this coming. Because of we said long time Washington Redskins, um, Ryan Kerrigan. I did not even realize he was a free agent. I was totally like, "What the heck is going?" Because I texted Lynn when I saw he is signed with the rival NFC East team, the Philadelphia Eagles, after spending a decade with the NFC East rival yeah, Washington like, Football. Couldn't we find anybody else? play with besides the NFC East team, you know? Yeah. Anybody. You know. I thought maybe Cincinnati wanted him. Come on now. We don't want him to go to Cincinnati. Uh, they said, they did say that also in the mix for him, in the bidding war for him was the Bengals, like you said, and guess who? Pittsburgh Steelers. It would have been a good fit. Yeah. yeah, I think he would have been a good fit, but I don't know if we had the had the money for him. 
I don't know how much he got. He's getting paid here. Let me see. Mm, doesn't say. Doesn't say how much he's getting paid. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like uh, Hilton leaving Pittsburgh and going to Cincinnati. I mean, that's that hurts. It hurts when you see, especially a player that was as well-loved as, as Kerrigan um, and Hilton with Pittsburgh, see them go to a division rival, and you gotta you got to pull against them. You can't like them, you know. I'm sorry, I cannot like you, Hilton. As much as you did, Mike Hilton, as much as you did for the Steelers over the years, you're playing with, with Cincinnati now. It's, it's a difference. Ugh, you change when you wear a different AFC North uniform to me. <laughs> yeah, I love what you did with Pittsburgh, but, yeah. But why didn't they try to sign Kerrigan for, like, the veteran minimum? Something like that. I, I, I don't know. I mean, as, as important as he has been to the, you know, 95 and a half sacks. First sack in Washington history. Franchise. Yeah. Franchise sack leader, yep. Maybe. Maybe he just didn't want to come back. Maybe he wants to go somewhere where he thinks he'll get more playing time because, you know, you got Chase Young and Montez Sweat. And Montez Sweat. So, yeah, I mean, start for either one of them. maybe he still thinks he's got a little bit in the tank and he wants to be on the field uh, on the field to, to do it, not sitting on the sidelines waiting for his snaps to happen. So, yeah. it's definitely going to be a older group in Philadelphia. Kerrigan's 32. Uh, I think that is old. Yeah, I mean, love to be 32 again. He's missed four games in his career, dude. He's an Iron Man. Yeah, and that was the last year. Yeah, that was 2019. So, yeah. it's going to be different. It's going to be one of those. That's going to be one of those we talked about that seeing in a different uniform just doesn't fit. For me, seeing Kerrigan in another uniform, especially a, a Eagles uniform, it would have been like that with a Cowboy oh. uniform, or I mean, I guess anybody Art in the NFC East. Art yeah. Monk with the Jets. Art yeah. Monk with the Jets. Art Monk with the Eagles. Hard. He went to the Eagles as well. Oh. So that's one of those. It's one of those that's not going to look right to me, but yeah. it's going to be a a different year. Speaking of. Teams going against each other, old players from other teams going against each other. I'm so so tired of hearing how much this freaking matchup with the uh, Buccaneers going to New England. Of course, Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski going back to New England for the first time. And really, you stop it right there. If you're looking at matchups, if you're looking at from last year. I mean, Buccaneers were Super Bowl champs. Patriots didn't even sniff yep. the playoffs. No, they were so if you're looking too. at it, you, you're not looking at one of these five-star matchups. You're not looking at this uh, 49ers versus Giants from 1991 matchup. You're not looking at uh, a great matchup here. You're looking. All you're seeing is Brady and Gronk versus Belichick. That's all you're seeing, and it's. I mean, but the guys on like ESPN are making it out to be like, oh, I, this is going to be, this is going to be an epic matchup here. No, it's it's going to be, you know, unless you got, unless Matt Jones makes 
a incredible rookie start by week four. Not gonna yeah. happen. You're gonna you're gonna have uh, a. It's gonna a, be at least ten points or more difference. I think so. Unless one of them, unless Brady's hurt, which I don't see that happening. Um, right. You know, it is what it is. But I don't see I, I don't see what the big hype up. I mean, they're they're just trying to hype up everything with with this matchup. But I don't see it. I see a blowout. I see Brady and Gronk laughing, laughing at the end of this game. Uh, and they're probably they're probably on the but how bench. Do what? How are the fans going to react? Are the fans going to watch Brady and Gronk? You, you got you. Now, I'm going to tell you, I, New England fans. If you boo these guys. You're crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. If you boo Brady, you're if crazy. You, either one of them. I mean, but it's, like you said, especially Brady, though, if Brady gets booed in New England on his first trip back, he's made that franchise. I mean, from, yeah. six from, rings, right? from the time Drew Bledsoe got hurt to, to the time he left, he made that franchise. There was no Patriots are the greatest franchise in Super Bowl history or NFL history before that. And, uh, no, I give me a break. If you're going to boo him, I, I don't see that. So, yeah. we're going to talk a little bit about NHL playoffs, especially the Carolina Hurricanes. Wow. This is the True North vacation <laughs> hockey segment of this. I'm going to let Lindsay... Die-hard hockey fan, so we need to we need to talk about this. The Hurricanes um, won their first division title since like 2008, so they are the number one seed playing the four seed in their division. So only one team's going to come out of each division, and then they're going to reseed the final four teams. So Carolina should be possible. Over the course of the year, they won six out of the eight games. They lost the last two. And that last one, they like rest to everybody. So they should win. And they won the first one pretty handily, 5-2. to two. Tonight, I think it's going to be a little bit closer. I'm thinking like a 3-1 type matchup. But they should win. So, I mean, you should go out there and win. If you don't win, then God, I don't know. I can't imagine that. Hey, did you catch any highlights? I saw a little bit. I saw Jordan Stahl had a big game. Yes. He had a, a breakaway for for goal, a crazy no angle shot. He did really well, and then my guy Andre Shvechnikov can't pronounce it. He had that empty netter at the end, but he's the one I got the jersey up. <clears throat> but yeah, they did well. Like the special team, the power play when you're man up or man down, Carolina just dominates. And from like midway through the second period to the end of the game, they were just. You could just clearly tell they were, you know, the better team, and they should be dominating. So it was good. Yeah, I look forward to it. I hope. You now they're going to play the winner of the Tampa Bay Florida matchup. I really would rather play Florida Panthers, even though they're the two seed. Right. Tampa Bay's the defending Stanley Cup champion, so you you don't want to be the one to try to knock out Tampa. I think that's just a little harder. But Tampa Bay is up two games to nothing over Florida winning two games on the road. So Florida's just in, in dire shape. 
so it looks like you're going to have to play Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa. But Carolina Hurricanes have the second-best record in the entire NHL. So pretty much doesn't have home games all the way through at least to the Stanley Cup. Well, eventually you're going to have to play the cream of the crop. I mean, you're not going to get by the NHL play any kind of of playoffs. You're not going to get by win the championship without playing some of the better teams. So you might as well go ahead and do it now. You know, beat Nashville, yeah. play, get rid of get rid of uh, Tampa, and then you know we'll see how it is. Looked like it was a big crowd there. I mean, they said it was the biggest crowd. Of course, North Carolina. Twelve thousand people. Yeah. Yeah. It had been having 5,000 at home games most of the regular season. So uh, with North Carolina loosening the, the protocols, it was packed. It looked, it looked pretty good. Two-thirds full. I mean, I guess that's as much as they could do right now. But So they should be back at Carolina again tonight. And my, my buddy, my guy coach, Cole Rose, will be there. He works for the Hurricanes. He said it was, it was pretty loud. The other night, and uh, he was looking forward to tonight. He's actually going to check. I told him we'd be talking about it, and he's going to be checking us out. So, good luck to the Hurricanes. Who do you think, if you had to pick right now, and I know you don't want to jinx it, but if they matched up with another team in the Stanley Cup Finals, who do you think it will be? Well, I hate to pick chalk, but chalk would like be Colorado or Vegas. I really do feel like Colorado or Vegas is going to come out and quote-unquote west. But because it's not conference this year, and they're reseeding after each team comes out of the four divisions they made, it may work out just crazy. You never know. So let me ask you this, because I haven't followed this much, but when they reseed after they come out, are they going to go by a regular season record when they reseed them? Okay. Yes, regular season. I didn't record. see any other way they could do it, but I but, but Vegas and Colorado are in the same division, thankfully. So the two other best teams have to play each other to get out of their division. Okay, so that may. So that's kind of cool. That may eliminate. I, I'm scared of Tampa Bay right now. I like the defending champ. Yeah, you don't want. Well, you know. About having the, it's hard. The you know, it's hard to defend a championship. It's hard for any professional team to defend a championship. So everybody, you got a target on your back, and that, you know, if they do end up matched up, that may work in Carolina's favor because Carolina's probably going to be like, okay, we need to go ahead and eliminate the defending champions, get it over with. Look at it as a challenge like that. So, you know, I'm very happy that fans are coming back to the arena because I think the team can feed off that energy of the fans. And even though there was only 12,000 there the other night, it was so loud. Yeah. came through the TV. Yeah. Um, so, and then your only other thing, you get your last change. So, like, you can see who Tampa Bay puts on the ice, and you can play matchups. So, if you see their best line is on the ice, you can put a counter to them. So, you have last change at home ice. Okay. So that gives you a little bit of advantage. Sounds good. I it's going to be interesting, but... They have to beat Nashville first. They yeah, well, you got to get through Nashville. So, so it's best of seven. Yeah. Uh, so we got you got yep. a ways to go. They're kind of. But you got to win your home games in these series. So they got to win tonight. You have got to hold serve. So they play tonight. When will they play again? Saturday. It's every other day. So what? I think 
I think it's Friday. I'm not sure. Okay, that's right. Today I'm is horrible. Wednesday. I'm thinking it's Thursday. I'm thinking it's Thursday. I didn't know. It. Well, yeah. also, I didn't know for travel day, which if they're going to Nashville, that's not much of a travel anyway. Yeah, so, that's, a, that's the best ride. Yeah. But so, you, I'm going to look it up right here. Uh, Friday, yep. Friday at Nashville. Today, then Friday, then Sunday, then Tuesday, then Thursday. But it looks like it's every other day. Yeah. So it's yeah. next week if needed. Maybe maybe we'll, we'll get a... Well, I, so my prediction is Hurricane in five. In five, okay. I think the Hurricanes going to win tonight, be up two zero. And I think Nashville's going to win their first game at home and make it two to one. And then Carolina's going to win the next two games in five. So be four games to one. So we'll definitely keep we'll definitely keep up with. Uh, and what time is the game tonight? Eight. Eight o'clock. Hockey games take about two and a half, three hours. So you'll be up late. So the best, yeah, the best sport to watch is college basketball because they only take like two hours. <laughs> well, it's just it'd be just like college watching Monday night football. Great. So you and it's playoff time. What is it? you need to suck it up? I am. I do, but it's just I like those seven seven thirty games instead. Yeah. But now they're like, you know, we got to have like in prime time and all that stuff. What are you going to do when Stan- yeah, if you can make the Stanley Cup? Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. Then some will be like at 830. Or, yeah. yeah. You're going to yeah. really be up late then. But anyway, so we'll be keeping up with that. We'll talk a little bit about where we're at next week, a little bit about the Hurricanes and where they're at at this situation. Hopefully they'll be in command of the series and uh, Lynn will be happy. we got to keep Lynn happy. Yeah, maybe at 3 0 by then. No. Oh, it could be over by next time we talk. It, you could, never be. Know. it could be. That's I right. think it's going to be 3 1 next time we talk. I think it's going to be 3 to 1. Okay. And then we got to win that fourth one. Maybe so. So, let's move on to the main event of, of our conversation. Uh, we started doing something a little different on the final score on our Twitter site. I got the idea from another. Another two or two more website or podcast and a, a Twitter site. Uh, one called the Bracketeers, and one is a Kiss podcast that I watch. They do brackets sometimes in this uh, shout out loud cast. And I'm actually hoping to have those two guys on that. And believe it or not, Lynn, you will not believe this. They are Patriot fans, and. Uh-huh. I've I've thrown it out there to them to bring them on the show and do a uh, top ten New England Patriots of all time. Wow, I can't believe you're doing that. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. I don't know. They they're they're talking about it. That one of them said it was a great idea. He thought they would do it, uh, and I haven't heard back. But uh, hopefully, hopefully they'll do it. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna Please. be tough. But anyway, you're gonna have to pick. You're gonna have to pick. I'm the gonna have to pick. Yeah. And how are you not going to put Brady number one? I know. I mean, it's obvious who, who number one. If anybody doesn't pick Brady as number one, something's wrong. I mean, you got to – I've got to be unbiased for that. So, yeah. And, and I mean, of course, Brady – anybody – like I said, anybody doesn't pick Brady as the best Patriot of all time, you, something's wrong with you. But, uh, anyway, let's – we did it. We actually, because we've been gone for what three weeks now, and while I was off, I said, oh, you know, I'm going to do one of these brackets." And the first bracket I did was 
greatest NFL running back of all time. And, uh, wow, it was met with some, a lot of great reception. There was some, there was some arguments that happened, or discussions, I'll put it that way. But it ended up with a great matchup. Um, Barry Sanders versus Walter Payton. So I think he had the he had the right to. Yeah, well, Jim Brown it, it got into the uh, semifinals or the final four, and I'm looking. Oh well, no, that's not it. But who else is in the final four? That's what I'm trying to find out now. Emmett Smith got put out. Um, that's good. Yeah. Did OJ Simpson make your? OJ OJ was OJ was in there, uh, and he was he got. Late into the, he was. I'm trying to find this. I thought I had the bracket up here, but maybe I don't. But he he got late into the uh, into the bracket. Believe it or not, I thought a lot of people would uh, would uh, yeah. But you know, I'll give I'll give these people credit. They they were uh, really they really looked at it like okay, we're going by what he did on the field, not what he did off the field, and. Uh, I believe he may have been in the. No, it was Jim Brown versus Walter Payton, and then Barry Sanders. I forgot who he took on in the final four, but Payton Payton ends up winning. It was close. It was like I think Payton had like fifty-five percent of the vote, and uh, you know. So then I said, "All right, what's another one I can do?" So I came up with something a little different. Best quarterback. To never win a Super Bowl, and that's a good one. The top four seeds. Number four was Warren Moon. Number three, okay. Fran Tarkenton. Number two, oh wow, Jim Kelly. And number mm-hmm. one, of course, was Dan Marino. So we had some some interesting matchups. Uh, first round. Marino took on Jim Harbaugh, and there and a lot of people. I'll tell you this: a lot of people were talking about because there was the key here. And I, I'll go ahead and tell you guys: I went on Ranker.com, and they had this ranked. And I took that's how I seeded these guys. A lot of people were talking about: well, some of these guys you got in here didn't play in the Super Bowl era. Well, you know, okay, they didn't win a Super Bowl, so I mean. I'm going by that. But it could be champ- it could be championship. Uh, yeah, be you know they because yeah. Sammy Ball was in the, in this. Sammy Ball was the number eight seed. Okay, wow. He went. Sammy Ball was amazing. He went to the elite eight and ended up losing to Marino. Um, okay. I'm looking at my matchups to see what some interesting matchups were here. Um, and retro, big time retro matchups in the first round. Ken Anderson from the Bengals, who went to the Super Bowl in '82 against or '81 against uh, Montana and the 49ers, and came up short against Danny White from the Cowboys. And Danny White gets Dexter Manley out of the game by Ken Anderson. He gets <laughs> he gets routed. He got routed by Ken Anderson. Oh, we didn't have any hug. Well, you know, there was one thing I was kind of wondering about. I shouldn't have put him in there, but it was too late. A guy made a great point. 
Drew Bledsoe, which he was never a starting quarter, Super Bowl winning quarter, but he did win a ring with New England uh, when Brady took his place. So technically, maybe Bledsoe shouldn't be there, but he got put out in the second round by George Blanda from the Raiders. But uh, then we had, let's see, looking at the first round, your boy Sonny Jurgensen against Jim Everett. Sonny Jurgensen goes oh, wow. to the Sweet 16. He's put out by Warren Moon. Um, some current, we had some current matchups too. Matthew Stafford against Cam Newton. And uh, I think Stafford. Yeah, Stafford, Stafford pretty much took care of business there. Uh, let's see who else is current. Du, 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 du. Alex Smith was he he made it to the second round and was put out by Otto Graham. Matt Ryan he got to the uh, Sweet Sixteen and he got put out by Otto Graham. Let's see your boy the paper MVP. <laughs> he drew a terrible first round because he went up against Jim Kelly and there was uh, I think this was like 95% went to Kelly there was no way Carson Wentz was 5% off just to lose their right to vote yeah, then the, yeah <clears throat> exactly and then the second round we had a good matchup with Tony Romo and Andrew Luck uh, I think Luck Luck won by one vote. One vote. And uh, one of our Twitter followers said, "What? some guys have all the luck. Ha ha, very funny. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and I have to take my hats off to a lot of people. We had a lot of people that follow this, a lot of people that retweeted it, got more votes for us. I think uh, the finals matchup got almost 400 votes. 400 people voted on, on that, so which is, you know, for a start, that's pretty good, I think. Um, looking at... Now, this one kind of confused me here. Archie Manning, the Manning Patriarch, in the second round against Matthew Stafford. I picked Stafford. And I, I would have picked Stafford, too, but evidently the Manning family... Use some, uh, they, they got some hackers. They didn't thought the they were voting for Peyton or Eli. Archie, yeah, yeah, but you know, they both won Super Bowls. Oh. Archie, Archie never got mm -hmm. close. Uh, Archie Manning defeats Matthew Stafford, goes on to uh, the Sweet 16. Um, Boomer Sison versus Philip Rivers. Ooh, that's tough. That's a tough one. Who would you take? I'm going to do Philip Rivers. Philip yeah. Rivers. Rivers beat Boomer Sison. Uh That was tough, though. McNair versus Randall Cunningham. Ooh. I think Cunningham. Cunningham won. Cunningham won. Oh, um, Matt Ryan versus Doug Flutie. Matt Ryan. Yeah. So that is... That's, and then we go to the uh, Sweet 16, Dan Marino versus Andrew Luck. Of course, I know who you're going to pick. Yeah, Marino all the way. And then yeah. you had Bobby Lane, a blast from the past, versus Sammy Ball. I think Sammy Ball. I don't know who Bobby Lane is. Sammy Ball won that. 
Warren Moon versus Sonny Jurgensen. Moon. Yeah, Moon won that. Archie I don't think Jurgensen was that good. Yeah, he was good. I think he was good. Uh, okay. Archie Manning versus Dan Fouts. I like Dan Fouts. Yeah, Dan Fouts there, too. Okay, then we went to the other side. Jim Kelly versus George Blanda. I don't know if you know who George Kelly. Yeah. Matt Ryan yeah. versus Otto Graham. Matt Ryan. No, Otto Graham won that. Oh. Fran Tarkenton versus Randall Cunningham. Tarkenton. Yeah. Y.A. Tittle. You know that <laughs> name? Oh, yeah. <laughs> versus yeah. Philip Rivers. I don't know who's going to win that one, but I, I have a recency bias. I'm going to pick Rivers. Tittle, Tittle won. So we get to the Elite Eight. Dan Marino versus Sammy Ball. Marino all the way. Yeah, Marino won that one. Great matchup here. This was I thought this was going to be a tough one here. Warren Moon versus Dan Fouts. That is very tough. I slightly have Warren Moon. Dan Fouts yeah. ended up winning winning that. Uh, wow. Jim Kelly versus Otto Graham. Jim Kelly. Yeah, Kelly won that. Fran Tarkenton versus Y.A. Tittle. Tarkenton. Yeah, Tarkenton won that. Then the final four. Marino versus Fouts. Marino. Yeah. Marino won that. And then Jim Kelly versus Fran Tarkenton. Kelly. Kelly won that. So, and then you know Kelly, Kelly versus Marino. A AFC East matchup. A lot of, you know, people were coming. I had a guy on there that uh, really... Really got into it. I mean, he was putting comments up there left and right, retweeting. He was, you know, and he's a Buffalo fan. He was, he put, let me see if I can pull it up here. He tried to get Kelly to win, didn't he? Uh, I'm looking, I'm going to look, I'm going to read you some of these comments. Did Old Chunk of Coal, this is a Twitter name, did I sleep through this bracket? I thought it would have been Fran Tarkenden. Oh, no. Uh, what? Lisa Ray, Marino every single time. And then the guy yeah, that... Yeah, I agree. The guy that really got into it, his name's W.J. Hurley. He had, He's the Bills fan. He said, well, unless they had to play each other on the field. Because Kelly's record in games against Marino is 14-8, and eight, including 3-0 and eight in the playoffs. Was Marino older when they met? I think they were about the same age, I believe. Oh, no. Because, you know, Kelly spent some time in the USFL. Ah, okay. You know, Kelly didn't, because Kelly didn't want to come. I want to say they were drafted the same year. 83? 84. 82, 83, 84. I think it was 84. And Kelly didn't want to come to, uh, he didn't want to come to Buffalo, so Buffalo drafted him. He didn't want to go, so he went to the USFL to the uh, to the Houston Gamblers, I think. So I see. Marino is fifty nine. Kelly's actually older. Kelly's sixty one. 
Oh, wow. So, I'm shocked by that 14-8 and eight and 3-0 and records. Well, I'm shocked. I knew they had, <clears throat> they had uh, beat them a bunch of times. And then there was also some, some Kelly fans up here. Robert Casper, Kelly by a million miles. Playing in, played in the same division at the same time. This is a joke. Uh, I don't. I don't think it's a joke. I mean, Marino, right. Mar- six thirty. W. J. Hurley here again. Six thirty-one winning percentage for Kelly. Six thirteen for Marino. I guess the question is, if Marino played on those Bills teams, would they have won the Super Bowl? Good question. And our buddy John Pritchard <laughs> over at. And Will Disguise chimed in. If Marino had Andre Reed, Thurman Thomas, and Bruce Smith, I think he would have won one. No disrespect to Kelly, who is a Hall of Famer, but Marino is among the very best to ever do it. They are on different levels, in my opinion. Spot on comment. Yeah. yeah, my our buddy oh. John Pritchard out there, he really, really put it out there. And he, he always speaks the truth. He doesn't sugarcoat it at all. Uh, one guy is a Vikings fan said, he was really another Vikings fan. Butler Nut, who is a, he goes by Vikes Dogs on his uh, name, too. You ought to run Marino against Tarkington just for fun. Um, I think it would have been. Marino would destroy him. Marino was destroying everybody. Marino ended 300. 300. should have done a third place matchup. He should have done a yeah, third place. Yeah, that may be something we need to do in, in the future. Next time. Um, Marino got 78% of the vote versus Kelly. I had a 363 votes. So, uh, we will have more of these to come. We're coming, you know, I'm coming up with some ideas. I already got one in the, in the bag. I think I'm going to start doing, um, and that will be very soon, but I'm looking, I don't know. I think when you look at it, Everybody knew it was going to come down to Dan Marino versus Jim Kelly. I mean, people were, were really saying, you know, there's no question it's going to come down to Marino Kelly. But the re- I tag all these teams. If they're on Twitter, I tag them, and I tag the teams they play for. Every once in a while, you'll see one of these diehard supporters get up there and retweet it and start tagging uh, other fans of that team. And all of a sudden, you might get an upset. So, uh, it could be, you know, you don't ever know with a bracket like that what's going to happen. But Marino, actually, I think he just destroyed everybody that got in his way. I mean, it was never. Let's see, Dan Fouts, listen to this now. Versus Dan Fouts, he got 90.5% of the vote. Mm. Kelly versus Tarkenton, I don't believe this. I really hadn't looked at this. Kelly got 58.8% of the vote. That was a little closer than I thought it would be. Family one. Yeah. And then... Uh, a lot of ASC quarterbacks. Yeah. It? Now, the Fouts and Moon matchup, that was a very close 52% for Fouts. 52.1%. And Marino destroyed Sammy Ball 87.9%. Uh, I'm just glancing through to see how. This is closest versus Kelly, right? So Kelly is the closest. 78 to 22. Now, Jim Kelly destroyed George Blander. He got 95.5% of the vote. Warren Moon, 96.3% of the vote versus Sonny Jergensen. 
Marino versus Andrew Luck. Marino gets 90.5% of the vote. Let's see. Let's move down in later. Give me a second. The um, Sison versus Rivers. Rivers got 56.7% of the vote. I'm looking at the close ones now. McNair over Vic. Uh, McNair lost to Randall Cunningham. Cunningham got 67% of the vote, which I was kind of. I thought that was going to be a little closer. Matt Ryan versus Doug Flutie. Matt Ryan edged him out 52.5% of the vote. Kelly versus Ron Jaworski. Kelly got 93.3% of the vote. And the Archie Manning versus Matthew Stafford. It wasn't even close. This is what kills me right here. Archie Manning got 65.1% of the vote. Oh, come on. <laughs> Let's see. Tony Romo versus Andrew Luck, the one we talked about, the one vote. Luck got 50.7% of the vote. So one vote. It was tied at 50% and one vote swung it the other way. Marino, 92.1% over Luckman. It was really a fight for who was going to be third Yeah, pretty much. I mean... <clears throat> I'm looking to see. You had your boy Billy Kilmer in here. He got eliminated in this uh, first oh, round versus horrible, Michael dude. Vick. Dude, Billy Kilmer's horrible. I'm looking to see because I want to say I'm, I want to make sure on the Carson Wentz matchup too. Matt Ryan over a Charlie Johnson, who I'm an, a diehard NFL fan from way back, and I don't know who Charlie Johnson is. I think he played for the Patriots back in the day, but. Let's see. Jim Kelly versus Carson Wentz. Somebody, somehow, Carson Wentz got 5.8% of the vote. That's just a crime right there. There's uh, not an Eagles fan. Or a Colts fan, hoping. Warren Moon versus Chad Pennington in the first round. Warren Moon gets 98% of the vote. And that may have been, was very good. That may have been the worst one up there. Roman Gabriel versus Bobby Lane in the first round. Roman Gabriel. I've never heard of Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane got fifty point nine percent of the vote, so that was probably the closest right there. We had Fitzmagic was in the first round. He lost. Would you put one up a day? Yeah, it, you can set it where it will go. Each round lasts twenty four hours. That gives you know people enough time to vote and see it, get it out there, and let everybody see it and vote. So, uh, oh, so it's not one game. Well, not no, one it's not one a day. day. One round it's day. one round okay. a day. So, Marino <clears throat> actually, Moon Moon was the biggest dominator of all of them. He went to ninety eight percent. Because Marino beat Harbaugh. Marino got ninety six point nine percent of the vote. So. We got it. We got another one coming soon, and uh, we'll. But the thing we want to do, and we're also going to do this on our sister uh, podcast on the fly. We've done some music ones over there. We're we're going to do this too. We're going to seed. We're going to talk about get pick a subject on one of them, and we're going to get up here and discuss seeding the top four, and uh, who should be in the top four, 
myself and Lynn, it should be a big argument there. But uh, just like we've also on the fly, we've also got a a we're going to do a Aerosmith bracket, sixty-four songs, and we have to see the top four. That should be great there. Um, getting ready to put two more brackets on the fly. I'm going to try to do two on the final score. So, guys, keep your ears open. If you're not on Twitter, get on Twitter. Follow us at the final score 73. You'll see our logo up there. Um, if you are on Twitter, look look us up. Uh, friend us, like us. And also, be on the lookout for the final score. We're probably going to end up in the next week or so, hopefully, being on another uh, podcast provider on Pandora on the fly made it on there check us out on any of these Apple Podcasts, Spotify uh, Google Podcasts Anchor give us a like give us a review five star review if you could if you feel that way uh, if you don't please don't give us a one star review subscribe, right? yeah, subscribe because the more you do that the more you give us those reviews the more we get out there, more people see us. Uh, it, it it gives us a little bit of traction where we can be seen by other people. And uh, check us out, our Twitter, our Facebook, we've got it all. Check us out, give us a give us a shout out, tag us in a in a. We've had a lot of people. I have had a lot of people on Twitter, and I've kind of shied away from Facebook a little bit, but but I've had a lot of people on Twitter support us and uh, get us try to get us out there. And, like like I said, the, our guest next week is somebody I met on Twitter that actually uh, wants to wanted approach me about being on the podcast. He's a writer for an online draft NFL draft site, NFL Draft Diamonds. He's a writer for for those, and uh, he's going to come on next week. Like I said, and we're going to talk a little bit about the NFL draft, what surprises we had, who he thought did the best. And like I said, what what he thought Washington and Pittsburgh did? How they Because there's been varying, you know, some of them will say Pittsburgh got a, a C, worst draft ever, and some of them say, oh, they got a B, they did right. pretty good. I mean, you got Najee Harris. I don't think he. They got Harris. Man. I don't think he's going to be a bust. I hope not. I mean, you know, we need somebody like that. And what I've seen in in rookie camp so far, he's looking pretty good. And which is it's rookie camp, but. Anyway, so, any last words, Lynn? Next time we meet, I'd like to talk about the XFL-CFL possible merger. Okay. So, save your thoughts there. XFL-CFL merger. Yeah. That could be a big thing. Maybe we'll have more information by then, too. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time, and we'll talk about some more, like I said, special guests next week, and we'll, we'll be talking with him. Uh, go Hurricanes tonight, eight o'clock. That's right. What channel was That's that over there? Yeah, watch it. Um, Valley Sports South. Sports South. On that's on Direct yeah. TV. This is no longer Fox Sports South. It's Valley now. Oh really? When did yeah. that happen? Uh, Disney had to sell the sports networks when they bought Fox because they because they own ESPN. Oh, Sinclair, yeah, yeah. Sinclair Broadcasting bought them, and now they sold out to Bally's Casino. Wow, you know, Bally's I did not know there. that. <clears throat> yep, it's a big downgrade. Like, I watch a lot of stuff on the app. It's horrendous. 
they've taken like a 10 year backward step on their app. Oh, wow. It's horrible. Hate it. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So next week, like I said, NFL draft recap and uh, special guest, and we'll talk. That maybe we'll have some more information on the XFL CFL merger. Keep looking on Twitter, guys. Get on Twitter with us. Follow us. Lynn's up there. I'm up there. Final scores up there. Give us a shout out. And uh, Lynn, I guess we'll see you next week. Yes, we'll be watching the hockey game tonight. All right, we'll talk about that next week as well. All right, guys, that's going to do it for tonight. Hope you guys have a great week, and that's the final score.